The Dog Connectors, brought to you by Omnia Global. Welcome back, everybody, to what is a really cool episode. They're all pretty good, obviously, but this one is with Omnia's other co-founder and COO, Meta Abel Hansen, and it was an absolute pleasure to speak with Meta. And we we went through quite a lot of topics, from being a parent to working with your partner, through to life as a female entrepreneur. What has Meta learned over the years? And there was some pretty um, honest truths in the mix, which I think we all need to hear, particularly in this current climate. And then we spoke about what advice would Meta pass on to a young woman who is looking to leave college or university shortly uh, and entering into what is quite a quite a big world some really great takeaways so please do give this one a listen in full and remember to rate review and subscribe at the end enjoy welcome Meta how are you today thank you so much I'm very good thank you Awesome. And good to have you on. Uh, It is nice to hear from the other side of Omnia Global. I'm really, really pleased to be speaking to you. Happy to participate. (laughs) And um, I wanted to sort of, I guess, for the purpose of our listeners, for them to understand a bit more about you, if that's okay, personally, professionally. So, So tell us a bit more about you. Yeah, so my name is Meta, as you just stated. I am the co-founder and I'm CEO of uh, Omnia Global, which I founded with Daniel almost 13 years ago. Or is it 14 now? I cannot time flying so fast. (laughs) So yeah, um, I run the day-to-day operations of uh, Omnia. Someone would might call me a glorified assistant to Daniel sometimes. Oh, no. Make sure that he gets on time <laughs> to his things and makes his flight home. We were we were in Ireland yesterday and we almost missed our flight home. No. I had to drag him out of the meeting and like force him into the car. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I that's what I do. I I make sure all, all of our employees are taken care of. I run salaries. I talk to all, all of our accountants. I talk to our lawyers. I coordinate. I'm basically a project manager, I would say, mm. uh, on a lot of the things. I don't go into the nitty-gritty details of the projects, but I'm kind of like an, an overall person uh, of the things. So wow. I, have my, I have my finger in... Uh, uh, in in all of the deals and I, I know mostly what is going on and uh, people can always come to me all of our employees and and get a rundown if if they cannot get to Daniel yeah uh, that's much meta that's much more than a glorified assistant to Daniel I, can assure you. <laughs> I know but sometimes I am a glorified assistant <laughs> you are running the show I make sure he gets home though <laughs> Well, quite. And that's that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah. Because he, yeah, it's uh I think it's a really, really big role to be honest. And anybody in that operational role, it's like a business does not just happen because, you know, there's lots of meetings going on. It's all the connection of the dots. Quite literally, the name of this podcast. So exactly. rather rather apt. And that is your yeah. role. And you are behind the scenes, you're a mummy like me as well. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. You don't get to talk to I certainly don't get to talk to you know, female entrepreneurs with little, little ones. And I think it's often you kind of have like the business side and you don't necessarily know about, about the background. But actually for me with Omnia Global, it's it's a very family-oriented business, isn't it? It very is. Balanced. And to be honest, it took quite a while to get, as, as again, the dots connected, to like <laughs> finding that whole balance in like 
making sure that you have time for the baby and also not losing the whole grip of the company because I'm not the person who I didn't do maternity leave all um, for first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't want to do that. I still want to be very heavily engaged mm-hmm. in the company, but of course that is not hundred percent doable. So it was very hard in the beginning to figure out how, how do I, how do I make everything work? Yeah. Uh, but you know, after a year's time, I somehow got it to work. And I would say now that she's almost two, I, I think it works now. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, she's much easier right now. So we can just take her yeah. and grab her and, and put her on the on the flight with us, which is much easier. But to be honest, in the beginning, it was it was tough to like m- yeah. making all sure all the ends met. It's it's like the only job in the world being a parent where you there's no training. You're like, here we go. Here's a human. Uh, and, you know, we, we in the UK, I did like the antenatal classes, but they were slightly they weren't really realistic, if I'm honest, of what, what was to come. They don't, I mean, no. clearly they wouldn't advertise what it's really like because no one would have children bluntly. But it's it's really bonkers that you're giving this human. And, and, and I think the point I want to pick up with you before we get into kind of, you know, the world of female entrepreneurs is, you know, I remember vividly, you mentioned about that, it's that two year period of kind of, does this work and back and forth and you've now got yeah. that balance. But like, the advertising, the messaging, which is women can have it all and do it all. Like, that was in my head where I was like, I have to do it or have to get this right because otherwise I yeah. failed. And then the penny dropped and I was like, actually, no, I can't do it all because that's mm. that's impossible. But then you're like, it's a shameful thing to admit that. And then you're kind of always feeling like, am I stacked up against the other parent who might be doing a better job? Does that resonate with you at all with your experiences? Yeah, it's, it's the same. But to be honest, it's I get it mostly from social media. And of Mm. course, I can just, you know, cut that off and and stay off of it, which is, you know, undoable. Um, Yes. So but to, to be honest, I think my group of friends and my family, we have been we've been very realistic about what is actually doable. And I know that I have been doing things way differently than than my mom did and my my mother-in-law did. Uh, they were very like, now I had a child, my mom went part-time and like stayed at home for like half of the day to make sure I'm an only child, Daniel is as well. So yeah. they were they were very hands-on. And of course I'm hands-on as well, but it's just it's on a totally different level. Because, you know, we cannot do it all. And it's, it's, it's hard, like, making ends meet. And, like, at some point, something's got to give. And it's, it's just, what, what will it be? <laughs> no, I, I totally agree about the, dif- the generational differences, if you like. And, and it's interesting, isn't it, this, this word of maternity leave. Like, why yeah. do you need to leave? Like, that, exactly. that's wrong. I, I was the same as you. Like, I took off... It was like seven, and I was self-employed, it was like seven weeks, which most people were like, oh my God, that's not long. But I was still able to do it. But I was like, why have I got to cut off or shut off one part of my life? And and, because surely then going back again is going to be even harder. So it was just this point of like, I can kind of manage the two, but I guess having the support to be able to say, do you know what? The baby's, you know, not sleeping, which would inevitably happen for quite a while. Actually, yeah. I need to, t- to take the gas off the work pedal, but I'm not going to take it off 
Completely. It's kind of a bit yeah. fundamentally like wrong, isn't it? I, th- I think if you're a female entrepreneur, this one or the other type role. Exactly, because I, I totally get it if, if, if that's what, what you want to do with your life. And I have, I have a lot of friends and family members who, did, who really did it because, you know, in the public sector in Denmark, you, you get a year of maternity leave and they loved it and they wish they had more. Mm. And, and I 100% respect that. It's just not yeah. for me at all. No, no. Because... I, I love my child, don't get me wrong, but I, <laughs> I also love my work and I love getting of out of the house. Of course, so I actually, human. I, I love going away in the morning because I feel like I'm actually a better person coming home because I'm, then I'm 100% there instead yes. of just being halfway there uh, the whole day. No, I totally agree. Ha- yeah. Happy, happy mummy, happy baby. It's the exactly same right. analogy. <laughs> and, and you know what? That's the biggest lesson I've learned about being an entrepreneur, being a mummy, is that being present and if it's it sounds extreme but even if it's for 20 minutes like being entirely present with your child is better than wafting around kind of there but kind of not because you're on your phone and you're not really present the rest of the day so for me it is like the model I think was slightly broken or slightly archaic and you know we're we're here to to reset it and I think it is about as you say shutting out the noise that might go oh I wouldn't have done it like that oh that's not whatever you know that's your opinion to to be honest we're we're used to doing things our own way and we have done that for many years so I actually think not to like pat myself on the back, but I actually think that's one of the things that I'm good at. I'm like shutting everyone else out and just saying, okay, yeah. I'm going to do this my own way. I was never the type of person who would call my mom and like ask for advice no. on the baby. I had a very good maternity nurse that would help me out. And I would ask for ask her if I really needed that answer. But yeah. other than that, I pretty much just... You know, Daniel and I just did it on our own, yeah. and we just said, okay, trial and error, right? Well, quite. That, and that is, as I say, there's no training. So, you know, no. why is anyone, you know, right versus another? Like, we've all got our respective opinions, and I totally agree. You just, yeah. you've got to get on with it and live live your life the way you live. And, and yeah, I think that's possibly the, the where parents might possibly and I don't want to say go wrong is that they try to completely change their lives and of course then it's all about your sense of identity but look Mm. let's um I want to talk about now um Omnia Global and the formation because they always say and perhaps in celeb land you know never work with children animals and I'd probably extend that to partners as well because you know it's some people go I couldn't work with him or her that would be a nightmare (laughs) but you guys on the surface do it in such an effortless way so so tell me where where were you guys you mentioned sort of 30 14 14 years ago yeah what was what was your life like back then and and why did you decide to set up Omnia Global as as a couple so funny I get this question like all the time like (laughs) how can we work together but you know I think for us it just it works like our I think it's the way we grew up our parents both of them they have their 50th wedding uh, anniversary coming up and we're just we're raised in in a way to like we don't give up yeah. So, of course, if you're in a shitty marriage, sorry my language, then, of course, mm-hmm. break up and go separate ways. But yeah. other than that, you just work on it and figure of it course. out and just stick together and just make it work. And and that's that's really the, the bottom line of what we're doing. And that's very, like, the ground material that we're working from. Like, mm-hmm. figure it out and try to be happy with with the stones that you were that you were given. Because, Quite. you know, it's it's not easy working together, but 
you know, we just make it work. And we actually, I think one of the things is that we really actually enjoy spending time together. Oh. And it's actually weird for us just be, being apart. So oh, we, we do most of our things together. We, we go to the office together in the morning. And then, of course, we sit in separate offices because <laughs> cannot, we can't get too much, right? <laughs> and then we go home at the same time and we make dinner and then we hang out again. So it's... And yesterday we were in Ireland and of course we do the trip together because that's yeah. that's just what we do. And we have meetings together and I think we we complement each other in a in a in a very healthy way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we just we know our place in the business and we don't of course I won't say all the time, but we don't overstep each other's boundaries there. Yeah. And we know exactly and it ta- it takes years to get to mm. that place, but we know where each other stand and what what line of of business that we're in, like Daniel would never come over and say how I should run salaries, for example. And I would yeah. never go over to him and say how he should do the strategy because that's not my place. Mm-hmm. So I think if you respect each other and clearly respect those boundaries, I think I think you have a good foundation of making work. Absolutely. And, you know, if you think about what are the components of a successful business, trust is one of the biggest things and that's you know within your team but if you've got at the top of that tree two people that implicitly trust one another and respect and that's the other one respect exactly we have each other's backs yeah no matter what it's like there's no questions asked i would never ever question that no so and that's just that's the main thing no, and and that that makes I think it's, it's all about the culture. Particularly now we're in this hybrid world where you're kind of online, offline. I think you know I have have individuals saying, "Oh, the culture's broken," and it's like, well, that's yeah. it. Often comes from the top, and so I think if you've got two people who you know the, the boundaries again, it's a big thing, isn't it? And and, yeah. and do you is it tough sort of that that balance, or do you find that you know actually because you are working, living, you you create that balance because you've got the respect where you go look. The, the the office is shut so to speak when you get home and that kind of balance yeah no is it's in. just it's very fluid to us so yeah we take our 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 work home with us of course we cannot and that's that's the downside of it of course 100 yes. percent you can never get rid of it so if there's a bad deal or something going on you cannot get rid of it no. because you know when we take it home and we cannot just leave it in the office that's that's the only downside but other than that it's very fluid and we we like talking about our jobs. We we love yeah. our company. It's our it's our first baby. So yes. <laughs> we we do not not talk about it. We no, take it home quite. and we discuss in the evening. And if there's a cool deal going on, then of course we sit and discuss all evening because it's yeah it's it's nice and we love it. I love it. You're you're just really well connected, clearly, and that's that's a rarity, sadly. But I mean, it's something to be admired and to to have that world where you just blend. I think it's testament yeah. to to both of you. And and I think you know. But again, it's also sorry for interrupting you. It's very very all. important that we're mm. different individuals. Yes. So we respect that hundred percent. I would. Daniel has his his own things, and he do paramotor, and he do all that, and I'm really not into that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So he has all of his things and I 100% respect that because it's very important that we have our own individuality because yes. I can see that with the with both my parents and Daniel's parents they they do everything together and they do they don't do anything separately and I I, yeah. I think that's very important as well that you do things separately. So yeah. I go on my trips with my girlfriends and and I do like girls' nights and all of that, and I think Brilliant. that's very important to come home again and also be out, so you experience something else. So you just you don't hang around together all the time. 
I completely agree. And it's interesting talking to you as a female entrepreneur because you've kind of like pushed through all the, what I'd say, societal barriers that, you know, you're going to live your life, you know, raising a child, doing it your way. You have a partner where people will go, don't work, have it separate. And and then I think on the flip side, some people blend too much and then they, they lose themselves and you're going, well, no, 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 because we've got our own stuff in our respective yeah. lives. And I think, you know, it's really, for me, quite eye-opening to listen to you because, yeah, as I say, society says, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah. And it's just testament to if, as a female entrepreneur, do it the way that it works for yeah. you. And don't be too wedded to it. You you learn along the way, I guess, and, and make those changes as well and be flexible 100%. to that. Yeah. I also think it's very different that now that we, we actually do it together compared to if I was having my own business separately. And yes. I was a hundred percent female entrepreneur because to be honest, I can lean against Daniel a lot of yep. the time. So I will never be thrown out there all by myself, mm-hmm. which is, which is nice for me, of course, but it also, yeah. I have a safety net all the time, yeah. uh, which, which is nice for me. So I don't get, I don't get the scrutiny and I, I yeah. never get treated differently because I'm a woman but I also think that's because I come with Daniel most of the time agreed so I cannot I cannot really relate to the whole female entrepreneurs being treated differently to be honest because I have never ever been treated badly and we have we have seen the whole world and been working Mm. in the whole world from from Asia to to US and I have never been treated any different I've always been treated with respect and and I know that I'm white, I'm female, and mm. I maybe in some parts coming from the right side of the world. I don't know Quite. if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, no, but no, absolutely. But I, I, I know I 100% respect that I sometimes get first in line because of that. Yeah. But I have never had any bad experience for, for being a woman in our field. I have always been treated with respect. Which and is, I, of course, very nice. And very it is nice. <laughs> and I don't just think that's because you've got Daniel next to you. I think Meta, you know, you, you hold your own and, and you're respectful and, and you lead in an appropriate fashion. And I think that commands respect where people go, actually, I'm just talking to an individual. I'm not talking to a woman or a man. So I think give yourself credit there that, you know, you hold your own. And, and I think that stands for a lot. And you're not um, forgive me again for being direct, but you know, I work with lots of female entrepreneurs and one of the topics that I talk about is how I think some women feel they have to act like men, um, to yeah. fit in, forgive me for saying that. And, and then that is true. No. I think a lot of women. Yeah. No, and I, I don't, I don't get that at all because no. I feel I can be very female. I've always yes. been there holding the door for me and I, I'm treated like a woman and I yeah. like being treated like a woman. I don't of want course. to be a man in this business. And no. I think they're, it's it's very distinctive and it's we're separate we're separate individuals and there there are gender differences and we have to respect that mm-hmm. and for example in Denmark right now I don't know if they made it a law or what they did mm-hmm. but 40% there has to be 40% of women in all boards and I don't wow. get that because as a woman are you there because mm-hmm. you're good good enough to be there or are you Quite. there just because of the quota Yes, yes. Which and I can't. Does bear. that really does that really make sense? No. And as, does it really feel right for a woman to be on a board and then you're just there for the quota? Does that yeah. get better equality? No. no, no, no. It's it's my my phrase. I don't know if you guys use this. Is tokenist? It's like a tick yeah. box thing. And and I would rather be there on merit. And however I turn up, whether it be male, female, whatever, I'm there because yeah. of my experience and what, what I can add. So, no, I, I'm i totally with you on that. It's um, it's a strange old world, but I think, you know, 
if you're confident in who you are, where you want to get in life, I think you can you can make your way there. And I think, you know, to some extent, it's you are who you are and you've got to own it. And if you own it, people go, okay, I'm going to treat you as that individual. Whereas if you've got those sort of points where you go, oh, but if I'm that 40%, does that mean I'm not good enough? No, you're good enough, full stop, end of whatever you look like, yeah. sound like, wherever you come from. And and that's that's a challenge in itself, isn't it? To have that yeah, confidence and, and conviction. I think it comes down to also if you really want to work for it. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't want to quote Quite. Kim Kardashian, but yeah, I was as just going to very, very bluntly <laughs> said, like, no one really wants to work anymore. But that's no. actually true. Yes. No one wants to work anymore. They just want to sit back and have it given to them. Yes. And I the agree. world doesn't work like that. It's actually getting no. hotter and hotter because mm. people are getting smarter. That just see China, the middle class is rising. Like people are getting more and more educated. It's not yes. a world where we can just sit back and the deal will come to us. No, no, we have to work for it 24-7. It's a major hustle out there. It is. It is. And it is. I think sort of social media and this rise of get rich quick has just stung this sort of 20-something generation where, yeah, I mean, forgive me, you, you can do that. But that often means selling yourself or inviting the world into a part of you that that is showing your vulnerability but then putting yourself on a plate to be judged yeah. perhaps by people that really should not matter to you and suddenly you're yeah. exposed but you're going yeah but I've got all this money and I've done it very quickly and mm. and but then I think as you say then when on the flip side is you've got to work incredibly hard in this world because there's always someone there there's always someone be. better there's always someone Quite. prettier there's always someone younger yeah. there's, so you have to just work for it no I agree. matter how young or old or women or male or whatever you just yeah have that's to life play. yeah no I totally agree and certainly you know going back to the children point that's I'm raising a little boy and it's interesting it's you know I think people major on having girls and go oh, you know look at the world they're coming into but then I'm looking at yeah. the world my son's coming into going mm. I've got to educate you I've got to undo what you're going to enter into which is men yeah. earn more men are at the top I've got to try and raise you to go against that to some extent but there's this yeah. force in the world and it's it's incredibly hard and I, and I wanted to sort of pick up on the, the point we spoke about um you know it, it strikes me that you, you're in a fabulous place now, but there's there's got to be learnings along the way where you've you know, things have gone wrong, you've not done things as you wanted to, you've reflected, and you've gone actually no, or you've conversely realised perhaps you've taken into account other people's opinion, or, or you know they've tried to get to you and you've gone no, yeah. I'm not going to listen to you. From that female entrepreneur perspective, is there, is there sort of three things you've learned about yourself? over the years that that you could pass on to anyone listening to this yes or just maybe the first one do not be emotional yeah because yeah. you know oh i think and i also think women are way more emotional and just that's just our thing and we, yeah. we have to stick to that but in this business i i have really learned to it's better to put your emotions aside because it has messed up deals for us in the in the yeah. past because i i got way too emotional yeah. And that's that that's just one of the things like you cannot be way too emotional. You still have yeah. to be yourself and like of course. there there are feelings involved. Of course there is because we're dealing with we're dealing with other entrepreneurs and they it's their life that we're actually taking into our hands mm. and molding into something else. So we have to respect their feelings, but I have to put my feelings aside yes. and save them till I get home. <laughs> That's that's one of the major things. Do not get emotional. 
Yeah, um, yeah. It it plays it it it's the sort of the right thing, but in the wrong placement. I always find yeah. and and getting invested into things when fundamentally the rest of the table, if you like, it's just business. You yeah. then kind of go, oh blimey, I've I've gone well in there. And then I think, as you say, it's have the emotions because of course that helps you to make the right decision in the first place. Yeah. You know, how do I feel about this? Is is my gut telling me I'm not really sure about this? And you know, listen to the gut. But as you say, when you get invested in things and and life happens and think you don't get things things fall out of bed it's not that yeah. fall, fall out isn't it and, and and no I totally agree it's that kind of it's it's that face and people talk about personas or putting on a front and one thing I would say is I think definitely from my perspective it's not about not being yourself because a lot of people end up doing that and suddenly they become two people they're like oh that's me in the office but I don't know actually who I am behind the scenes yeah. and that's dangerous yeah. isn't it but I, yeah. I totally agree and is there, is there anything else I guess that has popped up along the way that you've kind of gone oh no actually I'm not going to do that next time um respect that time flies very quickly because mm. you know in the past I have been very much okay I have to work on this 24 7 otherwise yeah. it, it will not happen and I have to take all the time away from my family at home or my parents or but also respect that there's there's time for something else yes. like respect that now that you're with your family be there 100 percent and be engaged yeah. in that conversation because prior I would I would like be on my phone constantly and be my head would spin in a hundred different directions and I would be all over the place and to be more focused in what you're doing right now because you will see better results yeah I, I think that's more. that's a major thing and I'm still working on that it's very hard <laughs> I love your honesty and it's it's yeah. totally right isn't it because and also like... now because you I have a child and I, I yeah. cannot really she's just parked in there of course <laughs> and something else had to move out it's not like my head could expand <laughs> some, some, something else gotta give right so it's like oh my god we're joking about it constantly amongst my employees right now because I'm I'm forgetting things if I yeah. don't have my notebook or my my phone so I can type it into my calendar right away yeah I'm lost it's gone no I know. the other day that we're flying back I was booking just a, a taxi for us and and I was like did I just book two taxis <laughs> I think I did okay cool <laughs> so that's where we're joking okay that's where I'm at and I, I don't know how long I can like put it on the baby brain now that she's no, two I don't think I it's, you can do that anymore so uh. I'm still so trading that. Mine's six. So I'm like, oh, focus. Baby brain. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> no, and do you know what? I mean, uh, people laugh. If you look at my alarms on my phone, I mean, this is how far I have to go. I'm like, set an alarm to set an alarm. Or like... 100% I do the same thing. <laughs> it's bonkers. It's like, remember to set the alarm at 12, but remind yourself at nine. Because it is, I think, again, yeah. fundamentally, society like, praises you if you're really busy. And I'm like, yeah. that's yeah, yeah. fundamentally wrong because really yeah. busy, same as you, I'm spinning. And when I'm spinning, yeah. yeah, I look like I'm efficient and I look like I'm really cool. But fundamentally, like I'm not. And it's about this present thing again. It's not just being present as a, as a parent. It's being present in what you, is the task at in hand. What, wherever you are, if you're yeah. like be present in the meeting instead of sitting there and coordinating yeah. the next meeting. Yeah. Like be yeah. present. Completely. That's, uh, yeah, yeah I, I've got a top tip for you. I've just started um, boxing, and I mean like proper boxing with like this oh, boxing wow. champ. He's quite tough. But the reason I'm doing it is when you box, um, it's a top tip for anybody listening, people think, oh, you're just using your arms. But you have to 
think so hard because it's your feet, it's your arms, it's your mind. And it is the only thing, or not the only thing, but it is something where for one hour... I have to be fully present. I cannot, literally my brain, because the, the boxing guy will be on me, be like, Lauren, uh, you're doing it wrong. Um, but it is that really good training where suddenly I'm like, yeah, I've, I've realised the value of being utterly present in that task in the moment rather than, oh, quick, there's an email that's popped up. I'll just jump yeah. from this to this. And it's, so I think absolutely that kind of, and, you know, I think being realistic, realistic that, you've just mentioned that it's still taking that time to learn to apply and you're open and you're talking about it which I think inadvertently says to yourself give yourself a break meta like yeah you messed it up but so what tomorrow's another day set another alarm put it on a post-it note it's that kind (laughs) of being honest with yourself um and I guess on on a final note you know we we spoke about I mentioned about you're raising a girl, I'm raising a boy, but let's just focus on on young girls at the moment because I think they are coming into a world that is just so far. I'm not, I'm not that old, but I feel old relative to how much of a difference there is if, like, I was 20-something right now, about to go to college, university, wherever you are in the world, wondering what am I going to do in this this world when I graduate? Is is it even the right thing to go to college or university? I mean, I didn't go... I did a year of uni, and I was like, what am I doing? I need to go out in the world of work. My parents were entrepreneurs, and I just went, well, oh, no, I'm going to do that, and did some vocational studies. But if we go back, and I don't know how many years, I won't ask your age, but if we go back a few years to, let's say, pre-college, pre-uni, um, what advice would you give to young, young girls who are coming into this world where, like, as you say, social media is much more, it's there to be had and it's there to take you down in some respects. What would what advice would you give if they were thinking, I want to start a business, but, oh, this world is quite frightening. Where do I yeah. go? What do I do? What advice would you give? I don't know how you say the English word for it, but put these like blinds on. Blinkers. I don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And just run for it. Like yeah. seriously try to forget what everyone is saying to you because everyone will have an opinion mm. and everyone close to you will have a very, very firm opinion on what you will be doing and how you should be doing it. And you have to forget all about it and just listen to your instincts and yeah. listen to your stomach feeling because that, that one is usually the right one. And yes. just go out there and hustle. Yes. Like 100%, just give it your all and like just throw everything in the pot. And if it fails... Get up and do it again. Yeah, quite. If you fail one time, just get up. If you fail 10 times, get up. Yeah, just yeah. continue, 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 because in the end, it will it will be worth it. Yeah, but someone once said, br- brilliant advice, thank you. Someone wants uh, to add on that failure. And, and the failure word, like, we've well, got to get comfy with it, because it's not, it's just like, you know, there's always risks and there's always a chance it's not going to work, right? It's not about yeah. all or nothing. Again, this Nine out of in. 10 times, it doesn't work, so... I think it's very because, you know, in the social media and the the media in general, it's just, oh, he got so lucky in the first attempt and it's just, it was super easy. No, it's not easy at all. No. And I don't think it gets easier. I I wouldn't say don't go to school, but, you know, none of us really went to college and all of that. And I think we had... We had way more learning experience than Mm. someone just going, for example, into an investment bank and taking that education there. But... Again, I don't think it will make the, make it easier. I just think you're shielded from a mm. lot of BS that's out there. Quite. To be to be honest, so just get out there, do the deals, and and you'll learn from it because you will be very street smart very quickly. You have to yes. be street smart. I I think that's 
I think that's like a thing that should, street smart is like not co a course, but like it should be something that people promote. And one of the best um, things that someone once told me actually was dare, and it's it's someone who who is in the football world oddly. So I don't I have no interest in football, but I actually listened to this even though that that was on the basis. And they said dare to lose to win, and I thought brilliant because actually it's like come to terms with being possibly you know losing. Yep. But on the basis, you'll eventually win. And I think that picks up on that, your point about pick yourself up, you know. But it's hard. It's not easy. And it's taken me years to, like, come to terms with, am I okay with losing everything? Mm. And we have we have done it. We have done it before. And I, I went through that whole feeling and that whole phase. And it's it's okay. We can, we can do it. As long as we're together and we're in it for the same thing, then it's fine. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Meta... It has been wonderful talking Likewise. to you today. I love it. I love meeting like-minded people who are sort of just free to be themselves and comfortable to be themselves. And yeah, I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me on. You're most welcome. And listeners, thank you once again for tuning in. Please remember to rate, review and subscribe.